Welcome to A Word Fitly Spoken, a podcast about Jesus, His love, and our joy in following Him. I'm Amy Spreeman. And I'm Michelle Leslie. Well, it's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. That is beautiful. Again. Nice job. Oh, thank you. Um, it, but it is, it is Christmas time again. And with all that hustle and bustle of the holidays, it's really easy for the gospel to get lost in the shuffle. But you know, the Great Commission never takes a vacation. And the right. holiday season really does provide us some unique opportunities for sharing the gospel that we don't have for during the rest of the year. You know, that's right, Michelle. Um, we just, at the time that we're recording this, just wrapped up Thanksgiving. And uh, that's a time usually when we talk about the things we're thankful for, which can lead right into the question, whom are we thanking for all these blessings and why? So, you know, Christmas is centered around the incarnation of Christ. And except for Easter, you can't ask for a better introduction to the gospel discussion than that. That's right. So tonight we're going to be talking about some ways to share the gospel to, the gospel that are unique to the holiday season. Now, the first part is going to be based on a blog article called 10 Ways to Share the Gospel During the Holidays that I wrote and is on my blog. And of course, we'll put the link in the show notes for you. And then the second part, we got some really great suggestions from our listeners and, and my readers about how they share the gospel during the holiday season. And so we're going to, in the second part, we're going to share those with you. So Amy, why don't you get us kicked off on this? Sure. Well, you know, and the first thing I think we just need to talk about the gospel a little bit, Michelle. Yeah, what is the gospel? Well, the gospel is the good news. And it's really simple that Jesus Christ has come into the world to save sinners from the wrath of God that we deserve. Now, you know, we're going to be, uh, we, we have actually a, a good gospel presentation right in our website, a wordfitlyspoken.life. And we're going to be sharing that in our show notes, as well as a couple other articles about the gospel message, uh, so that you know exactly which points to share, including why we need a Savior in the first place, and uh, what we need to be saved from. And so, and it's a, a great message of hope and love. Um, but you know, um, it's one of those things that um, people who don't know the Lord, um, it's confusing for them. And, and the story is basically that we are, we can do nothing without him as fallen, sinful people. We don't deserve his grace. You know, we think we're good people, but we're not. And even at our very best, there's nothing we can ever do to earn an eternity with God. And you know, the good news is that Jesus Christ paid the punishment for our sins. When we believe and are convicted to repent, we're forgiven. He loves us unconditionally. That is a free gift. And uh, that's really what you know this Christmas is all about, isn't it, Michelle? It sure is. And, and we want to make sure that we share that with people. And it can be yeah. so easy to forget during the holidays when we're shopping and going to parties and getting with family and things like that. But a lot of times those, those very activities bring us in contact with people that we can share the gospel with. Yeah, I don't know about you, Michelle, but the people in my um, extended family and the friends that I have that are real close that we get together with this time of year, most of them, I would say, are unsaved. They're not regenerated. And so um, what an opportunity. And I know some of our listeners have you know, the same deal going on. Um, and you might be thinking, anybody listening to this you know, might be thinking, wow, that, that message of saving sinners from the wrath we deserve, that's going to be a tough one to tell people who don't don't know Christ, um, especially this time of year. And I would say 
yeah, you're absolutely right. People who don't know Christ don't really have a spiritual mindset to even know what this is about. But believe me, ladies, people have been sharing Christ for 2,000 years now. <laughs> and since faith comes by hearing, you can do this. We can all do this. So um, what we're going to share tonight uh, in this episode is re really kind of the first part of it, the icebreakers that um, we need to get people really to get the conversation rolling. And so um, since this is about sharing the gospel during the holidays, uh, these first two tips that we're going to share are geared toward Thanksgiving, uh, which we just came off of, but you could modify them for a Christmas dinner or a party, or just remember them for Thanksgiving next year. And uh, the first one, is um you know the, the typical if your family goes around the table and let's go around and say what we're thankful for um, as many of us do we did that at Thanksgiving um, you could do this for the Christmas dinner too um, it, it would be great if we could briefly express our thanks for Christ for his death burial and resurrection and for saving you uh, that I think Michelle is a, a really good way to get people to um, hear what this what what we're giving thanks for. That's right. And and just keep in mind this, you know, this kind of thing is really a seed scattering type of thing. And the yeah. key word here is brief. If you start a sermon right before oh it's time to eat, you are not going to have an audience and you're not going to be very popular at Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner or Christmas dinner. So just keep it yep. brief. <laughs> yeah, I would say 10 seconds, you can do this and then you're going to be opening up doors for later conversations. Right. Uh, and the second one is um, if you're hosting a dinner or a party, put a slip of paper uh, with a Bible verse on it about giving thanks or something like that at each place setting. And for Christmas, you could do the same about um, Christ Emmanuel with us or any of the verses that you can think of. Um, put it at a place setting, go around the table and let each person read uh, his or her verse before the meal. And uh, even if they're not real familiar, um, it, what a conversation starter that is. You know, and, and for Christmas, again, Michelle, we could use verses from all sorts of places, Isaiah, the Gospels that tell the story of Jesus's birth. And, uh, you know, most people know what that's all about. That's right. That's why Christmas is such a great time to to use as a kickoff for telling people yeah. um, about Jesus and about the gospel. And uh, and just to throw this in there, um, linked in the article that we're going to link in our show notes is a, a link to a post where I've made some kind of, uh, they're like memes of, of Thanksgiving verses that you can, if you want to, print out and use, you know, at each place setting, um, just as a little pretty way of of uh, decorating and putting those verses out there. I need to make some for Christmas too. I haven't made any for Christmas, well, but, if but we'll yeah. have those for you. So if you're not familiar you can, with Michelle's memes, the little, um, in, they're not cartoons. They're, um, I, I guess, pictures with verses on them. They're just gorgeous. You do right. such a good job with that. Oh, thank you. Well, way number three that you can share the gospel during the holidays is that you can give to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering of the International Mission Board. Now, the International Mission Board, if you're not familiar with it, is an arm of the Southern Baptist Convention. That's our, our missions arm that sends out missionaries to, uh, to countries outside of North America. And we have a designated offering every year called the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering. It's named after Lottie Moon, who was a missionary to China many, many years ago. And um, so that's our, our designated fund to fund and equip missionaries uh, that don't serve in the United States or in North America. And if you want to, to give to the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering, you can give online at imb.org. Or you can drop by your local Southern Baptist Church and just 
ask them how you might be able to, to donate to that. And of course, there are lots of other great missions organizations you can donate to as well. If you have Mm-hmm. a particular uh, favorite organization that you like to donate to, or if, you know, if your church sponsors individual missionaries, uh, Christmas might be a great time to maybe send a little extra their way. So that's, that's number three. And then number four, you can invite an unchurched friend to church with you. Uh, maybe your next door neighbor or somebody, you know, from work or, you know, that fourth cousin twice removed, whoever you can, you can invite somebody to go to church with you. Lots of people are more open to dropping in on a worship service or attending a special church event, like, like a Christmas Eve service, or maybe your, your church's choir is doing a Christmas cantata or the kids are doing a nativity play or something like that. So a lot of times people are more um, more open to coming to a church event during the holidays than they yeah. are the rest of the year. You know, we sometimes we kind of joke about Christers, you know, Christmas and <laughs> Easter people who only go to church on Christmas and Easter. But hey, you know, take advantage of that. At least they're going twice a year. You've got two chances a year to to um, <laughs> to invite them to church where they can hear the gospel. And also just remember on that note, Remember that inviting someone to church is not the same thing as sharing the gospel with them. I right, think sometimes right. that message gets a little blurred uh, when we're talking about evangelism. Inviting people to church is a great thing, but sharing that's not the same thing as sharing the gospel with them. When you share the gospel with somebody, you have to talk about um, how we've all sinned. You have to talk about our need for salvation. You have to talk about Christ and the crucifixion and his resurrection and their need to repent and, and um, uh, turn their lives over to Christ for salvation and, and things like that. That's sharing the gospel. But right. <laughs> when you, yeah, when you invite them, uh, invite people to go to church with you, it can really open the door to afterwards have, you know, maybe go out for coffee or whatever. And you could have a great gospel conversation about what they just saw at your church. And hopefully yeah. they saw and heard the gospel while they were at <laughs> your church. Amy, yeah. what else do you have for us? Well, it, it, it's interesting because I've um, taken people to church too on other holidays. And <laughs> um, it's it's a really great way to ask them if they have any questions or if they grew up with a church experience, right. you know, even if they uh, maybe only went <laughs> when they were a kid and they've walked away. Um, what a great way to have those conversations to talk about, you know, well, what questions do you have? And uh, and maybe they, they'll be open enough to do that. So um, again, right. you, you want to be open uh, throughout the rest of the year as well, be available, but um, it's a great way to start that conversation. Um, another way, um, I think we're up to number five now, <laughs> get a group together, uh, maybe from church and go Christmas caroling, um, choose songs whose lyrics are uh, showcasing the gospel, you know, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, that's a great one, Joy to the World, um, Oh Holy Night, those are great ones, and uh, it, even if you don't have a, a great voice, just, it doesn't matter, just bring a group of people um, go house to house or down the street. Um, take some tracts, uh, some uh, gospel presentations. Maybe bring some of those little Bibles that um, you know people give away that you you'd like to give away. Uh, a small gift basket would be kind of neat too. Of course, you want to put some tracts or Bibles in those or something with the gospel message in it, um, and bring those with you when uh, to leave at each home that you go to. Um, and of course, don't forget to invite them to uh, go to church uh, again uh, as we just talked about, but it's a great way to meet your neighbors as well. 
And then uh, reason number six to share the gospel at the holidays. Um, if there's a toy drive, and I know there is, there's always a toy drive around. Um, you could tuck a little um, tract inside your gift or um, consider donating a gospel-centered children's book or Bible uh, when you b- drop these things off. Um, the tract should be age-appropriate, you know, or something that uh, mom and dad can read to the child. Um, it, there's tons of those tracks out there. Uh, there's one called The Biggest Story by Kevin DeYoung. Uh, that's a really good one. Um, some really wonderful children's and easy reader uh, Bibles out there these days. Um, or there's something called a mission ball. Now, this is something that Michelle knows a little bit more about than I do. Um, mission ball. Michelle, this is a real ball. This isn't a dance we go to. That's right. You want me to tell them a little bit about <laughs> tell, it? Tell them about it because um, she, Michelle just told me about this uh, just a little bit ago. Yeah, it's it's a really great ministry. It's called the Mission Ball, and you can find them online. And of course, like I said, all this stuff that we're talking about is going to be linked in the article that we are going to link in our show notes. But the Mission Ball, um, what what they do is they take soccer balls. And uh, you, in the United States, soccer is not quite as popular as it is in other countries. And so what they do is they print the gospel on these soccer balls in dozens of different languages. And then missionaries can order them and, you know, take them out to the park, you know, wherever they're a missionary and play soccer with the kids. And then they can just leave the the soccer ball with the gospel on it in their language. They can leave that ball with the kids to take home and then they'll have the gospel with them. But you can also order uh, a mission ball for yourself. You can order one in English or, or whatever language you might need. And uh, you can order one of those to donate to a toy, to a toy drive as well. So that yeah. might be a great gift. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, what so, else we got? Well, number seven, you can, if you live in a college town, like I do, we have two universities here. Yay, LSU. We're, we're undefeated <laughs> this this um had to <laughs> this throw season. that in yes, go badgers had to throw that Jump in around. go tigers <laughs> <laughs> so what you can do is you can contact your local campus ministry there's um you know the baptist collegiate ministry i know is is the the southern baptist one and there are lots of denominational and non-denominational ministries on your local college campus and you can find out how to invite international students to spend the holidays with your family so this is a little more mm. um intensive <laughs> uh, i love this one this here. is great yeah. Um, because international students can really be curious about the way that Americans celebrate the holidays. And also a lot of times, you know, this, this international student is here from China or India or um, somewhere in Africa or wherever, South America maybe. And the dorms close down at Christmas time during the Christmas break. And these kids don't have really any, they don't know anyone that they can stay with. Maybe they, uh, don't speak English as well as as they would like to, or or whatever to to make uh, to have relationships with people that they're close enough to ask, can I stay with you over Christmas or whatever? Right. So um, so that's a that's a great way to um, to reach out to someone, and then you know hopefully you can share the gospel with them, and hopefully they'll get saved, and then not only will that person get saved, but if they do they can take the gospel back to their home country when they go back to visit or when they, when they move back there after finishing college. Mm-hmm. What and an so impact. you have created a missionary, you know, <laughs> have. that's so, great. 
Yeah. So, so invite those international students to stay with you. If you can open your home to someone for a few weeks and, uh, and be sure you, you take them to church with you, share the gospel with them. And uh, you'll have lots of opportunities to do that if he's staying with you. Perfect. Yeah. Now, num- number eight, now in Louisiana, I don't know how it is where you are, Amy, but in Louisiana parades are just a big thing. We have oh, parades huge. for everything. Yeah. Well, are, well, are they up there too? We, we have um, par- Christmas parades that are um, in the snow. So uh, oh, yeah, that's goodness. what you don't have down there. You're lacking the snow. You bundle up in five layers and then you watch the parade. So yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds like fun. Well, you know, I live, <laughs> I live pretty close to, to New Orleans. And so, you know, Mardi Gras is the big thing in, in February, but because of Mardi Gras, you know, it's sort of morphed into, we have parades for everything. Now we have parades <laughs> for Arbor day and I don't know, <laughs> veterans day that, which is a good reason to have a parade and, and things like that. So we have parades all the time. And of course, you know, the way we do it, I'm, I don't know if other people do it this way or not, but is that the, the people on the floats will throw things from the floats like candy or, you know, Mardi Gras, it's beads or um, <laughs> little toys yeah. and things like that. So if Christmas parades are a thing in your area, you can put a float together for your church and you can use, you know, get some awesome gospel themed throws together and you can and throw those off the float. Um, nice. Some, a few ideas. Uh, if you listen to Wretched Radio, you know that Wretched has some great gospel booklets called What Time is Purple? And they you can order them by the case and they'll send you send them to you for free. All you have to do is pay the shipping and promise that you'll pass them out. Okay. And so that's a, that's a really great thing to, to have uh, and to throw. Then the Pocket Testament League has pocket-sized copies of the Gospel of John, and that would be a great thing, especially at Christmas time, to throw out because it's got you know the Gospel in it. It tells about Jesus, and or you can just get some some really good eye-catching tracks, maybe some holiday-themed tracks, and uh, and we're definitely going to you know if you don't know where to get tracks, we're we're going to have the links for you where to get tracks and everything Perfect. like that. So those are those are a couple more. What else have you got, Amy? Uh, well, you know, one that might seem kind of obvious, but it's easier uh, said than done for some people. Chat with your neighbors. Uh, I know that that sounds like just a, a given, but you know, even if you don't know them well, it can be awkward. Um, but up here, Michelle, I know you don't have this experience, but we shovel snow up here, so um, sometimes we run into our neighbors doing that. Um, <laughs> we exchanged baked goodies. I, I know you do that too. Um, oh, baking yeah. is huge this time of year, and we always do something for the neighbors. Um, so you know, put together a little something just to say hi, but just slow down your pace and take the time to talk and really listen with your neighbors. Find out who they are. You know, it's amazing how um, people often will open up if someone just takes the time to listen to them. You know, we can all be real good talkers, but you know, who among us are you know can actually claim to be good listeners? You know, that's a that's a good thing to do. Hone that skill. And then my favorite thing: ask how you can pray for them. Um, it might take them aback a little bit. It's like, what? You know? <laughs> no, ask, you know, how can I pray for you? Um, and if the situation is conducive, pray for them right then and there. Uh, if, you know, as you're talking, um, you might even find it turning into a real witnessing encounter. So um, I just love that one. And then yeah, um, and I was oh, going to add there. Uh, I really think that the more I think about it, the more I realize how lonely some people are yeah. and they just really want someone to take the time to show an interest in them and talk to them for a minute. And, 
And that can really open a door to, um, you know, you don't want to hit them over the head with the gospel right away, but just really do take some time to listen to them so that they know that you care about them, not just that you, they're the next notch on your gospel sharing belt. Yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly. And we, we, we tend to think of people who are lonely as um, elderly and shut-ins, and that is certainly true. Um, we tend to not think that younger people are lonely as well. Um, people who, you know, millennials or Gen X or anybody uh, who uh, is your neighbor, who you encounter could be that person who just hasn't been listened to in a long time and um, who, you know, maybe they've never um, had somebody ask them, how can I pray for you? That's kind of one of those things that many people don't experience. And so um, what a great door opener that one is. And then uh, number 10 is um, if you send out annual Christmas newsletters, like I do, (laughs) um, instead of making it about um, your family's accomplishments and the job and the, the pets and all of that stuff, what if we focused on what God has accomplished through the incarnation, the life and death and resurrection of Christ. Um, how cool that would be, um, because really that's the most important news your family could share. That's so true. That's so true. We really need to be focused on taking hold of every opportunity that we have to share the gospel. And I'm I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to anybody else, because yeah. I know that a lot of times I'm just not paying attention and those little, those little opportunities just pass me by because I'm in a hurry or I'm focused on something else. But if we can just try to look for those opportunities, you know, a lot of times we pray, God, give me an opportunity to share the gospel with someone today. And, and most of the time, those opportunities are just right there under our yeah. noses. We're just not paying attention. So, um, so and like I say, I'm saying that as much to myself as I am to anybody else. Oh, me too. <laughs> well, those are some ideas that I came up with for sharing the gospel during the holidays. So now we're going to hear some great ideas from our listeners. And the first, the first listener that gave a suggestion was Laura. She said, our local cemetery has so many families come and leave Christmas decorations at the graves. We leave Grace to You CDs and our mm. church our church card with each family we talk to you. And they are already thinking about eternity, so it's a perfect and easy opportunity to share the gospel with those who hurt during the season. What a so great I think idea. that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean Thanks, Laura. I'm not Yeah, it's a great idea, Laura. And it's not, I mean, you could do that anytime. It doesn't just have to be uh, at Christmas. You know, if you're going to the cemetery, you know, tuck a few extra uh, uh, tracks in or uh, CDs, like Laura said, um, Grace to You is John MacArthur's ministry, if you're not familiar Mm -hmm. with it. Um, So that's what Laura likes to do at the holidays to share the gospel. Perfect. Now, Heather had a really interesting idea, and it's going to take a little bit of explanation here. She said, um, look into this website. It's called whyibotyourcoffee.com. It's a little long. Whyibotyourcoffee.com. And so here's the idea. The idea is um, that the website suggests if you're at a coffee shop, buy Mm -hmm. somebody's coffee that's in line next to you, and then you hand them this little card. It's like a little business card, and all it has on it is this website, whyibotyourcoffee.com. 
or at a coffee oh. shop drive through you pay the bill for the car behind you. We've heard of people doing things like that before, like if you're at a Starbucks or something. And when you pay the bill for the person that's behind you in the drive through you hand the, the card to the cashier when you pay and when you pay for the person behind you. And you ask the cashier to hand the, the next person behind you this card that has this website on it. And then you could also, you know, if you buy like a, um, you know, a coffee shop gift card, you could put this little card, this why I bought your coffee card in with the gift card to give it away to, you could give it to a friend or even a stranger, maybe somebody you work with or something like that. And so the idea is you pay for somebody's coffee, they get this card with the website on it and they go to the website and there's a really good gospel presentation right there on the, the home oh, screen. Neat. Um, I bought your coffee because, you know, somebody did this for me one time or someone was kind to me or whatever, and then shared the gospel with me. And I wanted to share the gospel with you. Perfect. So I thought that was a really great, <laughs> um, and it's another one of those things that you could do any time of the year, but Christmas, you know, everybody's in the spirit of giving or whatever. So Christmas would be a really great time to do it. Yeah, buy them one of those peppermint mocha thingies with all the sugar. Yeah, in it. perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then, um, and then we have one from Bethany, and this just get your Kleenexes out because this just brought me to tears. But it's okay. so precious. Bethany says, "Our son died three weeks before oh. Christmas last year," oh and she says, "Listen to what she says about that." She says, "What a great way to share the gospel. My son may be dead." But Jesus came to give us new life and the hope we have in the joy of Christmas is even now more precious now than it was before. Oh, Bethany, what a message. Yeah, what a testimony that she has. I mean, that just, that encouraged me so much. I just hope that, you know, if anything like that ever happened to me, I would be able to have that same perspective. Um, I I just think that's so evangelistic. And so she, Bethany is so focused on the right thing. And Bethany, we are so sorry about your son. And I know sometimes that the holidays can be a difficult time when you've lost someone. And we just want you to know that we love you and we yes. prayed for you and uh, we hope you have a wonderful Christmas. And thank you so much for bringing glory to God by using this situation to share the gospel. Oh, amen. Well, our next uh, suggestion came from B and she writes, um, I took a good evangelistic, uh, evangelist, evangelistic Christmas themed gospel tract into each of the Christmas cards I sent out. And I pray for each one as I write in the cards and uh, address the envelopes. And that's so cool. Um, several of our listeners said that they also include uh, gospel tracts with their Christmas cards or their gifts or their baked goods. And uh, that's always a great way to share the gospel. So if, if you, again, if you don't know where to get tracks, we're going to have some links in our show notes for you where you can just um, log in. And then got a note here from our dear friend, Beth Cipher. She's so cool. <laughs> she says, she we is. go, yeah, she goes, we go caroling and we bring cookies to give to the people we carol to and wrapped in with the cookies is a gospel tract and an invitation to our church for Christmas Eve services and her family. Oh, so, cool. so, it's, so she... 
she yeah. took our number five suggestion. She did. It, well, but <laughs> she's been doing Carol. this long before we did our podcast. Yeah. She's, she's got two little boys and they're growing up and um, just what a blessing those two are. And um, <laughs> so her, she and her husband, Jeremy, go out and do this. It's great. And they, they go That's out awesome. and witness year round, but um, Christmas Eve service is excellent. Um, another reader writes this. She says, um, I have two daughters, ages 35 and 37, and I bought each of them John MacArthur's None Other, Discovering the God of the Bible. Um, and she writes, we're doing a personal book of the month club as my gratitude to God in giving my girls to me and a strong desire that they know him. And uh, in them, getting to know him they can share who this amazing father is to all they know, not to mention to our grandchildren. So she's not just sharing the gospel herself. She's training her two daughters to go out there and share the gospel too, which is just so wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. she's she's really multitasking there. You know, <laughs> she's, well, a, she's not just doing it herself. She's sending more people out and delegating. That's great. Absolutely. <laughs> that is great. Oh, we our, our listeners have just the greatest ideas and they're really evangelistically minded. I'm so proud of them. I'm so excited. And I'm so, I'm so blessed that they're being a good example to yeah. me about different ways that we can share the gospel. They, we just have some really great, great listeners. Oh, we sure do. And I know that there are more of you out there with even more great ideas about, you know, sharing the gospel during the holidays. Uh, so why don't you leave us a comment wherever you listen to a words fitly spoken, or, um, you know, you could do it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and tell us your favorite way to share the gospel uh, during the holidays, because we'd like to pass that along so that uh, Jesus is known and that uh, uh, others can get to know who our great God is this holiday season. That's right. And if you need help finding us on social media, or if you'd like to leave your comment at our website instead, head on over to a wordfitlyspoken.life. We would love to hear from you. And until next time, walk worthy.